Yeah, it does. I'm I'm worried about the. I'm worried about not having eyes on all of them. That's my worry. Because what happened two years ago? That's two years ago. Man. I know. County deputies are investigating after Seymour fire officials say two small children were found in a bathtub. The Seymour Volunteer Fire Department says the call came in around 2.30 from Green Fern Trail in Blunt County. County mother charged with abuse after leaving her children in the bathtub unattended is heading to prison. A judge sentenced Bethany Carriker to a 25-year term. Her 15-month-old daughter, Calliope, drowned. Her 19-day-old infant, Penelope, was seriously injured. Doctors at East Tennessee Children's Hospital kept her in intensive care for almost two weeks. Whenever I left the house that morning, I tried several times to take the girls with me. I was advised by law enforcement that unless I had a court order, that it wouldn't be possible. I don't blame the officers for this. I think the procedures weren't in place to prevent something like this. You never think this kind of thing is gonna happen from an argument. So I left the house as advised. I got into an Uber and I went downtown. I waited for Enterprise to have a car available. I rented a car. And as soon as I got in the car, I got a call from Blount County Sheriff's Department. They told me there had been a medical emergency at the house and that I needed to get to Children's Hospital immediately. I sped through the Fort Sanders area. I got to Children's, ran into the emergency department and sat in a room for about 30 minutes waiting for the doctor to come in and tell me what happened. That is something that is burned into my mind for the rest of my life. I will never forget this day, May 7th, 2019. I'm struggling with how I go forward from here. Calliope truly was a life-changing child for me. I wasn't in a good place. Bethany and I were separated at the time. And I have to believe it was Calliope that brought us back together. And then we found out in August of 2018 that we were pregnant again. And it was another little girl. I remember going over names, writing lists out. I chose Penelope. Bethany chose Calliope. They build off of each other in Greek mythology. I'll get into that in a later episode. 
Whenever I got to the hospital and I was waiting in the room, I texted my wife. I said, where are you? After no response, about five to 10 minutes later, I texted her again saying, Bethany, what did you do? After the doctor came in and explained what had happened and that Calliope had passed away, they asked if I wanted to see her. I remember walking down the long hallway. I remember every step. I remember all the faces of the nurses looking at me as I made that walk. I remember her tiny body laying on that bed, covered in a sheet. They had an intubation tube down her throat that they could not remove. Saying that my heart dropped is not an accurate statement. There is not an accurate statement for what I felt whenever I saw her. I had only seen her alive. This was the first time I had ever seen her dead. My mind couldn't comprehend it. I didn't want it to be true. I picked her up off the bed. I sat in the floor with her. I brushed her hair out of her face and I told her it was time to wake up. I remember rocking her, holding her, feeling the weight of her body. It just felt like she was asleep. Her body was cold but she still had color. As I held and rocked her, the intubation tube started having blood come out of it from the damage to her lungs. The blood got on my shirt and it got on me. As I was sitting in the floor, rocking her, crying, talking to her, my sister and her wife came in. Calliope wasn't just important to me. Calliope was important to everybody. I can still hear my sister's screams. I can still hear her wife's screams, the sobbing, the asking why and how. After some time, the detectives needed to talk to me. So I had to leave Calliope. I got up and I set her in her bed and I covered her with her sheet. 
and I left the room. I talked to detectives for 30 minutes to an hour, answered their questions. I'll go over that in a later episode also. Then it was time to go see Penelope. The one that survived. <laughs> I remember the hospital staff that came in the elevator with me, the security guards. I remember walking to pediatric intensive care, getting into the room and seeing Penelope the same tube down her throat, just smaller, hooked up to machines that would help her breathe, IVs, oxygen monitors, blood pressure. Penelope had so much trauma to her lungs that almost every hour blood needed to be suctioned from them. I remember the sound of the suction. I remember seeing the blood come through the tube. What happened on May the 7th, 2019 has changed me not just as a man and as a father and a husband, but it's changed me as a human. Trust is hard to come by. You never think that your wife and the mother of your children would be capable of something like this. It wasn't as simple as leaving them in a bathtub unattended and doing something else. This was calculated. Sleeping pills were used. She got accomplished what she wanted to get accomplished. I look forward to going into detail all the details I know of this case, toxicology reports, anthropology reports. There is so much to this, so much more than just two little girls drowned in a tub and the mom's in prison for it. In the coming episodes, I hope to go over my past, our past, where we met, how long we've been together. There is so much more to this story than what you've read. Next time on Evaporation, living in the hospital making preparations, going to court,
I hope everyone will follow, subscribe, share this series with as many people as they can. I think as a parent, it's important to hear these kind of tragedies go in depth with all the details, not just details that make my wife look bad, but details that make me look bad too. I'm not afraid to expose myself. I'm not afraid to tell the entire story. Thanks for listening. Look forward to you hearing the next one. Bye.